This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire Leggings by Kalia, their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Tom Allen, and sort of Susie Ruffle. Now, you might call this week's episode Like-Minded Friend because I'm here in the studio on my own because Susie Ruffle is stuck somewhere uh, on on a tube, I think. Uh, and so we're doing this via... We're going to do it via Skype, basically, which is the future. And... Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fine about this. I'm feeling quite lonely. I'm feeling quite anxious. Um, I'm locked in a small room on my own. But um, we have got Susie on the line. It feels very much like they used to do on the news when they used to get people on the line. Um, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I present to you somewhere between Moorgate and London Bridge, Susie Ruffle. Susie, can you hear me? Tom Allen, this is oh. Susie Ruffle. I'm reporting live from Morgate. Oh, Can you hear me? yes, Can coming you in. Really in the studio. Coming in loud and clear. Thank you. Thank you. I've, or it's like Eurovision, isn't it? A nil point. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Here just. Here we are like... in Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and ironically, we were planning to do this anyway, but. It turns out we were going to theme one uh, one of our episodes today on transportation, and you have been held up. Tell us what's happened. So, got on the tube, Tom. Oh, had, yes, of course you did. Got on the tube, my book ready. Yeah. Had a, had a little current and bun to have on my way. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Got on the tube, everything yes. was hunky Yes. And then all of a sudden we just stopped in the tunnel, which is always quite scary, because it reminds me of... Did you ever read that Goosebumps book? And yes. I don't know, Goosebumps are books for children that are horror stories. Yes. And there was one about a tube that got stuck. Oh, I don't remember that. big rats. Oh. killed people, maybe? All I remember was I Point know. Horror. Was it part of the same series as Point Horror? Oh, it might have been Point Horror. Have we talked know? about... No, no, but I mean, there's room for everything. Um, I know there was Goosebumps as well, but I remember Point Horror... Yeah. Was Point Horror the older one? Point Horror felt like it was slightly more, um, it was always like a murdered cheerleader. Have we talked about this on this podcast before? No, we haven't. But yeah, you're right. It was always a murdered cheerleader. Yeah, it was always like cheerleaders and babysitters and lots of people babysitting in America. But Goosebumps sounds very scary. And it would always say things like, can you see a clown? Can you see the teddy bear of the clown? And someone would be like, yeah. And they'd be like, there's no teddy bear of a clown. There's no what? Can you see the statue of the clown? Oh, yes. And they'd say, yes, I can. And then they'd say, there's no statue of a clown. Oh, that I think I do remember something really like fun. that. Yes, I. sorry, I had to ask you to repeat that because you just briefly cut out. Um, I'm so sorry. That's no, I was right. on the tube. Tube got stuck. Hmm. What's your excuses? And then, yes. Was, and then there was a, a lot of backup issues. Backup. Backup issues. Oh, dear. Backup issues. Oh, no. uh, there, were, there were trains apparently, there were like seven trains in front of us that were stopped. So we were just at the end of oh, like a long line. That's very stressful though, isn't it? I was trains that weren't moving and then I couldn't go hold of you because I was in a tunnel so I had no... Oh and no, thought, you poor thing. I thought it must be something we, like that. So we pulled into Angel and I rang you and said, 
do this remotely. Then I got a bus. You did, didn't you? You got the 47, which is, you know, a bus that I've often taken in the past, so I knew to advise you which bus to get. But I got on it, couldn't have done the podcast now because it was so loud and unpleasant and Uh, child screaming. A child screaming? Oh, dear. And then there was this woman, well, presumably had to get to work as well. We've all got things to do. We all have things um, to do. Then there was a woman behind me hmm. who everyone was obviously running late and everyone everyone kept looking at their watches. Everyone was sort of doing that face at each other like, oh, oh we're, we're having a bit of a nightmare. Oh, I hate it when they do that tutting thing. When they do that sort of then like lifting their head and tutting. Yeah. Lots of that, Tom. Loads of that. I then bet. this loud posh bird pipes up <laughs> um, on the phone yeah. talking about how hard it is to find a good cleaner. <laughs> well, that's angel for you, love. That's angel for you. You see, you see, if you got off, if you got off at like, I don't know, Archway, there'd be none of that. They'd be like, oh, I've been offered a job as a cleaner. Well, I know exactly. Um, well, but, have you gone and picked up your? Have you gone and picked up your dole money yet? Have you? Got, <laughs> do they still call it dole money? No, it's something my family would say. What is it called now? Gyro. Social? Social. Gyro, yeah. Gyro. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm basing that on maybe an episode of Shameless or something like that. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you just do. Yes. You just cut out a bit there, but don't worry. Now, we're going to talk about transportation. Now, do you get the tube a lot, Susie? I do, generally not with this much issue. No, I know. It's always the way, isn't it, when you've got to be somewhere that they'll conk out just when you need them. I mean, by the way, listener, I should point out that I was very much on time this morning. Just so you know, I was here actually half an hour early. But don't worry. Now, um, do you... Oh, Tom, very smug. Very very smug. smug, Very smug, I'm afraid. It's the only time I've ever been smug about my punctuality uh, and my punctuation. And uh, what... what, How do you find the tube normally? Because some people find it very claustrophobic. I don't really mind it, but I I do find that I'm um I am sometimes quite, I find it quite stressful sometimes. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when of the crowds. Uh, yeah, when there's when there's when there's like lots and lots of people or, or being ha- like I found this morning and it was stressful, even though I knew that you wouldn't have been angry with me. Neither would Talia, our producer. But We're both furious, but I yes. Still, oh, are you? Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, at least I was right. <laughs> um, but I, um, I found myself being very stressed that I was letting people down. Uh, oh, that is, the, I mean? that is the problem, isn't it? I've been in so many situations where I'm like on a train and then, you know, it, it is beyond our control. Like I had it once yeah. on a train coming from Berlin to Paris to do a show in Paris. And oh my God, clang and then clang again. Oh, so many clangs. There, it's like a, it's like a bell choir, and um, you pick up a couple of names you've just dropped. Oh, and I was in first class because it wasn't actually that much more. But um, oh, it was lovely, and I was just going through the Pyrenees. Is it the Pyrenees? Uh, the Pyrenees. The Pyrenees of Europe. Pyrenees. And, um, and, um, and they were serving. Oh, I had a glass of wine and a and a lovely little very salad nice. box. Oh, it was delicious. Yeah, really, very yeah, French. Yeah. And all these beautiful mountains. And then suddenly they said, um, the the train in front is on fire. They said it in. French, uh, and uh, they say, I love how relaxed. I'm ever so sorry. The train on front. Is on fire, so, <laughs> so then we had we to go. To be held up we, well, we had to go, and there was no other route back. So we had to go. We had to turn back, which took another. We'd already made two hours progress. We had to turn back for two hours and then reroute via Stuttgart. Oh, it was a nightmare. And I'd had my phone stolen earlier that week in Berlin. Oh, yes, I remember. Oh, so I had to use the train guard's phone and phone my dad. Oh, it was really, it was really quite... Why are you performing 
somewhere quite fresh. Yes, because I was going to perform at Silencio, which is the club owned by David Lynch in Paris. And I was, and it was really cool. And I was like, oh god! And I literally arrived and got there and went straight on stage. But and I was, I mean, all of these like little mini heart attacks that that transport puts us through. It's so stressful, and that's why. Well, that's why I'm learning to drive. do you that, find it especially stressful if you're going to be late for a gig? Of course, yeah. Do you of find course, that yeah. yeah, me too. Because I sort of have a shorthand I, I, with a lot of my friends that it's kind of expected that I'll be ten, and they will often be like ten or fifteen minutes late too. So that's oh, fine. Yeah, like yeah. If we're meeting socially, it wouldn't surprise me if you were ten minutes late, I and mean, vice versa. I'm sure. Well, yes. I mean, you actually you're very punctual. I feel like that was something ingrained well, in you, was it? Yes, it was a little bit. When I was at drama school, fine. Oh, um, hello. We were, we were told that if we were more than um, five minutes late to the beginning of the day, oh, yeah. we would be. Um, oh, don't we bother coming in. To, we wouldn't be allowed to go to any class. They had to work from the library. You weren't allowed to. So it meant that you would let down whoever you were working on scenes with, oh. whoever you were in plays with. Oh. So it really instilled it in us like you cannot, you can never be late. It's really, it's really unfair to those that you work with. Oh, how true! How very true! It is always so, embarrassing. It does feel like a very like poor show in the theatre if you're late I think yeah. the theatre people like to be very disciplined don't they mm, yeah yeah that is true yeah I quite like a bit of discipline I mean that sounds like I'm talking about BDSM but I'm really not I quite well, like well I wouldn't go amiss you know if it gets you there on time <laughs> do what whatever yeah. gets you through the night love but I quite I, I do like rules do I'm you I'm a big fan of a rule book yeah, oh, I love do you? what rules do you like well, just things like, you know, I like being on time for things. I like, I like my structure. Like, I like that. I like getting up on a Monday morning and doing my housework and then changing the bed. Oh, Susie, I didn't know you were as routine as that. And you get up very yeah, early in the morning. You're not like me. No, I do get up quite early. Don't know. I'm a bit of a pain no, in the I wish I was like that. I wish I was like that. So you get up and then you do all your housework. What, what, all of it? Well, I do a lot of it on my, like, you know, I, I might get up on a Monday and then come back. You do what? You do, do the, yoga? Yeah, Monday's sort of my day off, you see, because I yeah. often gig on Sundays. Yes, so that's very wise. Where I get up, go to yoga, yeah. do all the housework, change yeah. the bed, and then, probably, and then I often don't gig on a Monday night. Uh, so I often make something like a lasagna for when the wife gets home from Something work. like a lasagna. Oh, the life you lead. Think there is a huge part of me that would love to be a 1950s housewife. Yeah, me too. I'd love that. I'd love just to stay at home. And, well, obviously, it was part hard. Of me that would like to work in sort of 1950s and be sort of Don Draper. Yes, yeah, so well, I wouldn't mind being old, what's her name? Old Betty Draper, Betty Drooper, who just sort of seemed to <laughs> sit around smoking, pulling tobacco out of, her, out of her teeth, and then going to her children, get upstairs, go to your room. That's all she seems to say. And then. I mean, live that life. Oh, I would love that. There's an episode of Mad Men where old Betty Drooper goes out for a night on the town on her own and she yeah. gets together with a bloke at a bar and they, you know, they have a bit that of house... That sounds like the kind of thing you'd do. That is definitely the sort of thing i do. Let me tell you while Don's off in Florida with that woman who dies. Anyway, I noticed that she like creaks. There's something about the corsets or all the like dresses that she's wearing oh, really? that when, they, when they're sort of like having a tumble, there's this sort of like... <laughs> sort of sounds as though she's uh, as though she's made as though she needs oiling maybe she does maybe she does they were so stiff back then weren't they in their corsets stiff upper lip stiff upper lip that was it you didn't cry you didn't cry you held things together I mean British very very British slash American well yes but you know what I mean you get my picture so Tom just do a breath of things 
The what? So, say that again. Say that again. I just, just to keep abreast of things, where I am. Just to keep abreast of things. Oh, yes. Now, where are you? Because we were sort of hoping in a sort of slightly slightly treasure hunt Annika Rice way, you might even make That's it into the studio. Well, I thought you might make I it into the studio for the, very, for the very end of the recording. Whereabouts are you now, dear? Well, I am... On the other side of London Bridge. Oh, this is good news. I think this is entirely just, doable. So I've just walked um, through the banking district. Everyone looks miserable. Oh, you. they do, don't they? Where are you now? Are you just by the House of Fraser? Yes, I'm literally at the House of Fraser. Oh, it's a very disappointing House of Fraser, that. I find it's very, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite really compact. Bad. I mean, they've got a prime location, but you, clearly, you can see that it's, they've let it go to their heads. It's very... Um, well, they've just put in loads of stuff that hasn't been sold elsewhere. Oh, is that right? Assuming the bank is dressed so badly. Yeah, they don't care as long as it's boxy. Oh, yeah. So they're just put on anything. And any, you're, walking any past, you're probably walking past the monument as well. You know the monument? Yeah, walking past the monument. Now, do you know about, what do you know about the monument? Well, it's for the it's a monument to the Great Fire of London, and if it were to fall in the correct direction, the the top of it would land on Pudding Lane, which is where the Great Fire is believed to have started. Did you know that? Oh wow, Tom, that's a great fact. Well, I'm the son of a coach driver, and we find out things like that from tour guides, and they are then they are then disseminated amongst the family. That's very, very much, very much something you'd learn if you came out for a Sunday drive with the Allens, you see. Do you see? Oh, I love, I, I would love a Sunday drive with the Allens. Well, you wouldn't like a Sunday drive with me at the moment because I still can't drive. You can't drive. No, it's going from bad to worse. I had a lesson yesterday and it's actually made me think I'm going to postpone my test until later in the year. Like, I don't... Oh, really? What happened? What happened? Well, he sort of, like... He's sort of saying, like, you don't seem to know, you don't... He, the driving instructor... You don't know your left and right. You don't seem to know your left. You don't seem to know what day it is. Well, he said to me, you don't seem to know any of the theory. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you don't know what the speed limit is. You don't know what lane you're supposed to be in. There's a lot of unsureness. And I feel like I did know all of that stuff. But I feel like he makes me panic so much that I just forget it. You know, like a sort of, I don't know, like he's, a sort of girl in a, in a fairy a tale. Bully, well, I feel like he is. I mean, I'm sure that, that some people respond really well to bullying. But it turns out I only respond well to ego stroking. Well, between it. It's not a great surprise, the industry that we both found ourselves in. Indeed. Oh, what, from strangers? Yeah, that sounds nice. Well, more in, please, more please. More please. I know, I know. But he just sort of, oh, the roundabout situation, like we're coming up to a roundabout yesterday and he was saying... Oh, you just get, go, drive straight over it. Just drive, so that's what I did. I just drive stro- dr- drove straight over it and it was fine. I just parked in the middle and uh, yeah, in fine. the middle of those flower beds. Those flower beds that are always sponsored by like a local firm. Do you know the ones I mean? Yeah. Like little yeah, pretty arrays, like... pretty rows of marigolds. Be like Des's mechanic. Yes, like pl- <laughs> plumbers for you. Uh, yeah, sponsored. Or <laughs> I mean, it's a lovely ad. It's a lovely way of advertising. Maybe a conifer in the middle of the roundabout. That's not sponsored by anybody. That's that's care. That's gratis from the council. From the council. But I still because he sort of shouts me on the way to a roundabout and saying like you're going to slow down you're going to sl- you're, you're stopping aren't you you're st- getting ready to stop why are you getting ready to stop and I said well oh. I've got to stop because I can't see and then he sort of started telling me off for going too fast and I was like oh, well I went too fast because you were telling me off for sort of stopping so I just feel like there's a lot of contradictory advice then I said well just talk me through a roundabout like I'm a beginner and then when we did that he started having a go at me because I wasn't in the lane in time so he didn't do that he didn't oh. do what I asked him to do so I'm sorry I think I'm going to have to sack him which I know I said the last time I brought up this subject on the on the podcast, podcast. yeah but I mean, I'm not very good with confrontation. Tom, 
Perhaps I think I'm just going to text him and say I'm not ready to take a test. I need to take some time out. I need some time for my family. That's what people say, isn't it? I need time. Time is Yes. Yeah. I'm walking over the bridge. I can see the shard. Oh, the shard. See, yeah. I can see Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge, a lovely bridge, which of course the Americans thought they were buying. Flats that you and I have said we'd like to live in before. Oh know? yes, there's lovely flats on Shad Thames. Oh, if anyone listening has a flat on Shad Thames, I'd like to gift. Oh, them, I know. If anybody has like a, a a slightly socially awkward um, gay son that they're looking for a partner for who lives on Shad Thames, then I will do anything for Texting. prime real estate. Text in, would, text in with your details. I would do anything for some. Yes. For, for a home, really. For a home. I would do anything for. <laughs> a piece of property anywhere. Sort of Dickensian the way you say that. In. Sort of Dickensian. Sorry? Sort of Dickensian the way you say that, really. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I am so late that I am in Dickensian time. That's how... <laughs> uh, yes, that's true, so I suppose, in a way. I'm wearing a top hat. I, quite right. Yeah. Quite right as you come across the bridge. Um, now, are you... Now, we spend a lot of time travelling, don't we? What is your favourite um, uh, station outlet eatery? Good okay, question, isn't okay. it? Good question. No, look, Pret is great. Pret, you, sure. yeah, you can't go wrong with Pret. Yes, very right, dependable. I'm coming home for a late night gig. Yeah. And I'm by myself, so mm-hmm. I have no little judging eyes. Yeah. No little judging beady eyes. Mm, from someone like me, yeah. Someone like you, with your judgy eyes. Yeah. And your little face. Yes. I will. <laughs> pumpkin cafe. Have. Pumpkin? Pumpkin cafe. No. Oh. I'll go to the pasty factory, where it's called. The pasty shop or the pasty? <laughs> the Cornish shop. pasty oh, company. Tom. Oh, Tom, I love it. Oh, Tom, I can't get enough of the stuff. Oh, do oh, I love you? It, Tom. Oh, I cannot oh. stand a greasy, flaky pastry. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, greasy, it's sort of soggy. It's got. Mary Berry would taste it because it's definitely got a soggy bottom. Oh, I bet it has. I bet it has. Oh, and, and so what, what flavour do you go for? Is it a flavour? One cheese and onion, something like that. A cheese and onion. Oh, I wouldn't mind that actually. Yeah. Christmas, which is like a what one? A Christmas one that has like. Oh, what does that have? Turkey and and stuff. Oh, that sounds nice. Tastes just of Christmas. The delights of Christmas. I like that. I also quite like an upper crust. If nobody's watching, or a Delice de France. Oh, it's so authentic. Delice de France. Pastries that taste of air and cost four pounds. (laughs) I love that. I love that if I'm travelling. Yeah. Or I find Patisserie Valerie a little bit too, um, a bit gauche, actually. Pat Val, Pat Val I find a bit Pat. gauche. I like, bit. if you go if you go to the north, I think particularly the northwest, you'll sometimes find a gourmet, a gourmet coffee place. They're good. If you're at Crewe, make sure you don't go to the coffee shop on the, on the ticket concourse. Go down onto the platform, past the Pumpkin Cafe, and there's a gourmet one at the end. Uh, I don't know why I like it so much, but I just do. It's got a man with a moustache. How much time do I spend in crew? Oh, more more than your average person. I spend a lot of time in crew. See you in crew, apparently all the old actors used to say, like John Gielgud would say to people, like, see you in crew, because all the touring companies would always, like, meet in crew. And um, and that's why you go there, just in hopes that you'll bump into a John Hurt? To a John... (laughs) I don't know if they get the train anymore, though. They probably have helicopters. Oh, yes, he is actually, isn't he? Yes, sorry, everybody. Um, But um, go to a gourmet... I would take them to a gourmet coffee place. No 
doubt about it. Or, where was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, and then at Bristol, my favourite place to go to is Under the Arches. There's a bread factory at Bristol. 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 I mean, Hello. who doesn't love bread, right? Bristol Temple Meads. Yes, who doesn't love bread? Even though, as you know, I don't eat carbs. And I love to go to that bread shop and have a cheese and ham toasty. Oh, Susie. Oh, it's to die for. <laughs> I was worried about the ham. It's like sort of sweaty and ugly. Oh no, not this ham. It's very. It's like a ham hock. It's not like. Oh, it's not like a reformed paper thin water well, water I added. Do know. I'm a vegetarian except at meal You are a vegetarian so except at meal times. Yes. So you have to remember completely on board with this whole Oh, hang on. You're cracking up a bit, dear. Oh, isn't that the thing that people say on? Some people get really annoyed when a phone cracks up. Can I say? Can I just say that? Hello, are you there? <laughs> Yeah, you can. I'm here. And then, like, if you're talking to somebody from a train, yeah, when you're talking to somebody from a train, sometimes their voice is like, "Ah, I'm sorry, I can't hear you, as though, like, they don't know what's happened, like, you're on a train. I'm angry with you. Yeah, sometimes, like, they phoned you and you're on a train, and then they're like, "Ah, I I can't hear you. And it's like, well, yes, because I'm on a train, you phone me. I don't know why I find that so annoying. We didn't arrange this call, you didn't go, you know, you didn't go through my office, find a day to have a I mean, I, you just cracked up then, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. You didn't go through my diary and find out when would be a convenient time. Absolutely. And also, I find, also, um, I, find I, I find myself saying, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Hear me now? And then yeah, I start turning into like a DJ, like a, like a DJ going, hear me now, which I then have to try and make into a joke. But then, of course, the other, but then the other person isn't able to hear me. So I'm just sort of making a little joke on my own. And that's sort of sad, isn't it? That's quite depressing, yeah. And the other people on the train are like, oh, look at him, idiot, trying to make jokes to himself. Hate him. Uh, I go on very, well, I only travel on very judgy trains, you see. Well, he doesn't. Now, Tom, maybe I'm going to make, <laughs> I don't want to get to the studio. But I just did. You're sounding a little bit like a robot. Where are you now? <laughs> What's near you? I'm walking past the Tesco Metro. Oh, well, you will. We'll run down, run down. We'll, we'll hold up. Don't worry, we'll hold up. The what, dear? You've got your Dr. Martins on, haven't you, dear? You haven't worn your flip-flops. No. Clogs? Have you worn clogs or something? No. No, yes. I'm a huge fan of Holland. You're a huge Um, fan. I know, aren't we all the Dutch? They've done so much for gay marriage. They've done so much for gay marriage. Hey, what do you think about the whole Australia situation? What do you mean the whole Australia situation? That's a huge question. It's a we huge landmass. <laughs> well, I don't think they'd be very happy about that. Where, what, what, what Australia situation? Do you mean the Australia gays? Yeah, the gay marriage situation. Well, they the they can't have it, can they? They don't have it at the moment. Or has it changed today? No, 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 no it hasn't changed. But I think it's they're sort of the last of the Western countries. Yes, I think they maybe are, aren't they? Yeah, I know lots of friends of mine are big. So down. I know. Well, it's sort of. I know a lot of people are sort of campaigning, aren't they? There and and it's very sad. Yeah, I know. It's sort of. You can get like a, a if you like marry someone or you, you want to marry somebody from abroad, you can get a visa for them to stay. But you know, like those that gay couple who were married and he was in a, an accident, I think, and the the partner wasn't given like oh, next yeah. of kin rights. It was awful. Yeah, it's definitely. It was definitely what. Oh. I think it was desperately sad. Desperately sad, dear. Desperately sad. But then they changed it a bit. But I don't know. It's interesting. I think Australia is very conservative. Uh, not, yeah, you I, know, you might not. I, d- I don't know. But I suppose a lot of places are. But um, I don't well, know. I don't know why they've held off on this. I, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've never found Australia homophobic when I've been there. And I've been all sort of to various parts yeah, of it. Yeah, Australians have been like quite a jockey. It can be. I'm talking without wishing to offend anyone, obviously. I've 
I found some Australian guys to be a bit like, oh, yeah. Like, a bit like... A bit like... Okay, like, oh, yeah, I can have you. Oh, really? All of that sort of thing? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I quite like that type. But um, I... Of course you do. <laughs> but I've, never, I've never been to the... Yeah, I know, like, some of the rural places are a bit more conservative. But then, at the same time, you can never be sure. Like, I always think, you know, I like, I've never been to those rural parts of America. And actually, I might, for, as an example, which are always considered very conservative. But I'm sure that actually if I went there, they'd be, they'd potentially, you know, they'd probably be fine. And like, I don't, I don't know. I sort of wonder what, what the lack of will is on the part of the government. That seems to be, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, why, why don't they want to pursue it? New Zealand has got it, hasn't it? Oh, she's gone. Has she gone? Oh my God, I'm so alone. Oh no. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Oh God, now I've got to Skype her back. Oh God. Um, okay, don't panic, listener. I'm in the studio on my own. I'm going to move over to the computer and try and Skype her again. Um, oh, now I bashed the microphone. Oh God. Um, uh, this is normally Susie does all the recording side of things. And, um, and, uh, and, oh, hang on. Normally, I don't even have to touch the iMac. Oh, look, it's dialing. Putting you through. Um, I think this is the right person. It's got lots of eights in the number. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm running. You're, what's happening to you? Hello? I'm running. I'm running. Oh, she's running. Oh, thank God. I just had to use Skype and I don't know how to use it. Oh, it was awful, have Susie. You me yeah, I've called you back. I've called you back. Hang on. I'm, I'm just biting into a piece of chewing gum because I'm getting so nervous. Um, I feel like we've covered a lot of topics, though, haven't we? What else is there? Um, do you ever get car sick? Oh, you didn't. Do you? Oh, yeah, I think I knew this. Do you get it wherever you sit or uh, only if you sit in the back? I do some in the back, really. Do you remember people used to have those um, armbands that had a little ball in the middle? Do you remember those? Yeah, I didn't understand them. I also don't really like my wrists being touched. Oh, do you not like your wrists being touched? That's a sad. That sounds like a sad story. I don't think it is. I feel like maybe in a previous life I was arrested a lot. Uh, you, You feel like what, sorry? In a previous life, I was arrested a lot. Oh, well, yes, probably. Um, I find that... Are you nearby now? You must be quite near. Oh, my God, I'm so close. Oh, my God. Tom. Yes. Take over the show for two minutes. I'll be... Oh, my God, I've got to talk for two minutes. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, okay. All right, hang up then and run. All right, is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to keep... You're going to stay there? Oh, God, she's gone. Um... Okay, well, we'll just stand by for Susie to arrive. Um, we'll just make polite conversation. In that way, when you've been left in the room with sort of maybe an in-law. Oh, my God, I think she's here. I can see her. She's just coming through. Oh, thank God, that was quicker than I thought it was going to be. Okay, I'm making space now in the studio for her. She's coming through the door. Is she here? She's here. She's here, everyone. Oh, my God, oh my God I don't even know if that microphone's on, so talk into this one. Show yours. Oh, Susie, you made it. How are you feeling? So out of breath. <laughs> but so you're, unfit. You seem fine. You seem fine, though. Hey, look. Hey. Well, we've run over by two minutes, but I've made it here. You've made it here, and I think that makes for a really exciting podcast. I hope so. Um, so we have actually run out of time. Uh, have you got anything you wanted to plug? <laughs> no, just my lungs. No, quite right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a show at Soho Theatre on the 2nd of March. Oh, because his first run sold out, clang. Oh, thank you, Susie. Um, <laughs> so you can find out details about that at tomindeed.com or you can go on the Soho Theatre website if you'd like to come. It would be lovely to see you there. Uh, or else um, have a look as well on tomindeed.com or susieruffle.co.uk for details of Susie and I touring in the autumn. We promise we'll be on time. I try to be. be. Um, But for now, have a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing you again, speaking to you very soon uh, next week on Like-Minded Friends. But for now... 
Bye for now. Bye 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 b